Hello all of you and once again my name is Jordan and welcome back to the GBC Young Adults Podcast. I am your host as always. We hope you have had a wonderful Easter. So on this episode I have two very special longtime attendees of Grace Baptist Cartersville. These two are very involved in activities and events and they have just recently started a new marriage ministry which we will talk all about that coming up. Now, before I let them introduce themselves, I just wanted to remind you guys that I will be launching a series and I have finally decided on a topic and it's going to be about revival. I couldn't think of a more interesting and more open topic than right than, than that right now, especially with, with all that is happening in Asbury and other places around the world. So it looks like it will be three, maybe a four-part series. We'll see uh, more on that will be soon to come. Uh, we will also keep you updated on our Instagram page, so make sure you go do follow that at GBC underscore young adults. Anyways, my two special guests have been waiting patiently for this, and I am so happy to bring them onto the show, Bill and April Klein. Guys, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, please introduce yourselves. Well, I'll start. I'm Bill Klein, and uh, let's go ahead and clear the air. The reason that I sound like R2D2, I uh, most of you know, but if you didn't, I experienced COVID back in 2021. Through some complications of that, that has left me using a electronic speaking device. So I'm not a robot. I'm a real person. So I'll go ahead and clear the air on that. But um, yeah, we've. Uh, as a couple, uh, as we can introduce ourselves, we have uh, been married 31, almost 31 years. Almost. Long time. Almost 31 years. And um, we uh, we have three boys. Uh, our oldest just turned 30, and our middle son is 27. He'll be 27, May 26. And then our youngest is 23. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... Uh, our oldest, then our middle son, Ayer, all three are married. Um, our oldest is married to Anna, they live in Kingston. And then Jack, our middle son, is married to Dory. They live here in Cartersville, and our youngest son's married to Alyssa. And they live in California, he's stationed out there in the Navy. And uh, he's actually deployed. He's actually coming back today, so I know she's excited to have him back home. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. Alrighty, well, uh, like I said, thank you guys so much for coming on. Uh, just kind of wanted to have you on the show to talk about your upcoming marriage ministry. Uh, please uh, tell the podcast world uh, uh, what you're going to be doing and uh, what kind of plans that you have for it. And uh, also, by the way, uh, later uh, at the end of the show, I will post it up again on our Instagram page, the dates. So we'll have to save the dates for this. But uh, anyway, sorry, go ahead. Uh, tell us about the ministry coming up. You want to go ahead and tell about that? Sure. Um, the purpose of this ministry is basically we want to make sure that couples in this church have a a support system. Basically, um, you know, Bill and I first came here back um, almost twenty years ago, mm-hmm. and our boys were young. Um, we were young um we actually came here by 
accident, so to speak. Um, okay. We were, yes, um, we were headed to another church and um, we were running late as always because the kids were fighting and mm-hmm. it, it was just a chaotic morning and I just said, I'm not going, I'm not going, we're running yeah. late, I'm not going to, to church and walking in late with screaming kids and so Bill said, well, there's a church right over here. We're just, we're going to go here. We're going to go to church. And so that is basically how we ended up at Grace. <laughs> so, wow. This um, may not have been by accident then. Well, so. <laughs> right. God meant for us to be yeah. here. But, um, you know, coming into this church and having young kids and we just, we felt very, um, I guess, overwhelmed um, you know, our schedules, the kids' schedules, work, and then just everything that we had going on. And we felt abnormal, I guess. Um, it felt like we were horrible people. We were horrible parents because, you know, we would get in the car and start to church and our kids would be screaming and fighting. And, of course, that's going to lead to us fighting. And mm-hmm. So, you know, we found a Sunday school class when we came here. Um, full of young couples who just welcomed us and helped us to see that, you know, we were not abnormal. We were not horrible. We were (laughs) normal young parents, normal young couple. And that was such a help for us. And I just want every married couple, you know, not just within the church, within the community. Marriage is Mm -hmm. hard. and, And I just want every married couple no matter what stage no matter what age to have that support system and just to know that there are people who love them and you know are, are willing to stand in that gap for them and and help them when they need it and so that is what i hope this ministry is going to be just a group of of couples who will come together and love on each other and support each other and be there so that no one feels like they're fighting alone. Well, that's uh, very well said. Um, as a married person myself, uh, Amanda and I will be attending this as well. So we really, really are looking forward to it. And uh, uh, you made a very lot of you made a lot of good points there, uh, a lot of good references. So uh, you got to have that support structure. You got to have that right. system. Uh, it's not an easy thing to do at all. Yeah. So. Uh, Especially for you guys going on 30 years. I mean, that is yes. unbelievable. <laughs> so it's a very, very, very long time. But uh, congratulations on Thank that. So. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I've also asked you guys on to talk about uh, this ministry, but I've also got some questions for you as well. There's some questions that we've kind of developed all together, and uh, we just wanted to share. Uh, like I said, it gives you just a little bit more insight as to uh, who Bill and April are and also uh, about this uh, marriage ministry as well. So I think all of our listeners, including myself, because um, I do not know this either, um, how'd you guys meet? <laughs> well, that's a point of contention. Okay. <laughs> but we'll share. I said we met in high school because that's when I first remember meeting April. Mm-hmm. But she said something different. We actually met in middle school. <laughs> I must have had a member of more memorable impression on her. You, you definitely did. Bill has always been a goofball. Yeah. I mean, just kind of loud and 
sometimes obnoxious. <laughs> and so we did meet, I was in uh, seventh grade, he was in eighth grade at the time. And we met in um, in band. We were actually getting ready for Christmas parade. Oh, and you guys um, band geeks. Then, oh yes, right? we were I band was geeks. Too. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you play? Trombone. Trombone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what about y'all? Uh, flute and color guard. Nice. I played this line in. <laughs> no. No. Are you familiar with that instrument? I've heard about it. <laughs> I played the tuba. <laughs> oh yeah, it's uh, it's quite an instrument and, and uh, extremely heavy. So <laughs> I've picked up one of those before. Well, cool. That is a pretty cool story. How you guys met? That's pretty cool. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, moving on. Um, what you got here? When did she or he know that he or she was the one? Who wants to go? He or she first on that? <laughs> well. We didn't date in high school at all. She said she didn't like me in high school. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. She's shaking her head now. So. Go ahead. You can tell them. Well, you have a different idea, so. <laughs> well, we went, We didn't start dating until after high school. It was actually, I was, I left, I graduated high school and joined the Marines. Mm-hmm. And... You had just graduated high school. I'd been out you a couple of years. You came back from the Gulf. Yep. Mm-hmm. Came back from I would I was in Persian Gulf and came back and walked into where you were working one day and asked her out on her first day and she gave me all kind of excuses as to why she had to bathe her cat or something. <laughs> I don't know. She had all kind of excuses. Okay. In my defense, Bill was. Absolutely. I mean, you, you just, you had to know him. He yeah. was absolutely not someone who I would have gone out with. Yeah. Um, and that is honestly why I initially agreed to go out with him because I had just broken up with someone I had gone out with for about three and a half years. Mm-hmm. And Bill and I had gotten to be friends in high school. And so he was my buddy. You know, he, he was just a goofball. He was not my type at all. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, there's absolutely no chance that anything romantic is ever going to come of this. And I thought, we can just go out, we can have dinner, see a movie, have some fun. It's Bill. Yeah. And so that is why I finally gave in and agreed to go out with him. Awesome. <laughs> but um, to the question of when did we, you know, I guess we had been dating just maybe a little over a month, and um, we had, I came home spent the weekend at came home and we did some things went to Six Flags that weekend and I, I really can't pinpoint why but it was that weekend for me that was kind of the turning point that I knew okay this is this is the girl this is the one um one of the reasons I know that is because I had tickets to see Reba McIntyre that weekend <laughs> on base she was coming to our base and gonna have perform a concert for the troops and I what? Turned my tickets down to Reba McIntyre and came home and spent the weekend with April. So <laughs> I knew then, hey, if I was willing to give up a concert or the chance to meet Reba McIntyre, this must be the girl. Wow. <laughs> you can be really jealous. I have her autograph. So um, I'll have to send you a picture of that later. <laughs> well, that's cool. That's a pretty cool story. Guys. But for April, it's a, I'll let her share what she knew. Well, 
again, you know, when I went out with Bill for the first time, um, was not expecting anything, and um, Bill was just very different. Um, so different that I thought after that first date, I really want to get to know this Bill. And so that is why I agreed to the second date. And by the third date, I thought, okay, I'm in trouble. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I, I don't think I had fallen in love with him at that point, but I definitely knew that it, it was headed in that direction. Um, what really solidified well, it? Probably because during that time, at some point, I was I was in the service. I was in the Marines. Mm -hmm. I wore my dress blues and shoulder, and so that's what did it. Ah, uh, yeah. That's what yeah. it. it. You're really looking did. sharp, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what really, I guess, hit home for me, um, we had gone out to dinner, and we had just got sat down and. So we're talking and all of a sudden he looks to the door and he gets up and runs out. And I'm sitting there by myself thinking, what have I done? Where is he going? You know, and Scared I, him away, didn't <laughs> I look over and I see there's this elderly gentleman and he's pulled up to the doors and he's trying to get his little frail wife out of the car mm -hmm. and into the restaurant. Yeah. And he went out and he helped this man get his wife out of the car and got her into the door and stood there with her while the gentleman went and parked the car and came back in and then he came back and sat down. And I thought, okay, this is not the goofball that that I know. This this mm -hmm. is somebody that, that I could really love. And I, I think at that point, that's when I knew yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm in trouble at this point. <laughs> he, yeah. He's got me. Well, that's something that, uh, you know, that stands out really well. So, mm -hmm. you know, um, obviously I would try to make that same move as well, too. So, but, but that's awesome. That's, that's really cool how you two guys met. That's awesome. All right. Well, uh, moving on here. So, um, got a question here. What is the key to making marriage last? Let's go first on this one. Well, I think one of the things that we want to make sure we put out there is we want to be very transparent and we want to let folks know, look, yes, God has blessed us. We've been married, you know, 30 plus years, um, but we're not the marriage experts. We can probably tell you more things that we did wrong in those 30 years than we did right. <laughs> and, you know, if we look back on our statistics, we married young, very young. Uh, you were 19, I was 20. Um, you know, statistics, uh, one of the statistics we looked up is 40 46% of couples who marry young end up in divorce. So we really, and then we got married. I was in the military. Our wedding was on um, Memorial Day weekend. And then it was just Labor Day. Labor, I'm sorry, Labor Day weekend. <laughs> And then just shortly after that, I deployed for six months. So, I mean, there's so many statistics that stacked against us, and we beat those odds, or we are beating those odds. Listen, you know, <laughs> we're beating those odds. But, uh, again, we're, we're not the experts on this. We really, 
want folks to know that we're just like them. We every day we we struggle. You know, there's still Sunday mornings and we drive to church and we're silent because we've said yeah. something that's <laughs> yeah. made the other one yep. upset or mad. You know, we still have those cases. So um, you know, as far as the keys to marriage, you know, I that April I think can expound on this a little bit better because we were talking about it last night. You know, we really think. It's different for different people, different yeah. couples, you know, through some some others. Totally understand. Awesome. Well, that is great, guys. Definitely. Yeah. I, I think that first and foremost, you know, and this is going to sound like such a Sunday school answer, but, you know, God really is the glue that has held us together all this time. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we have been through so much, and, you know, in complete honesty that you know there there have been times when I look at him and I just want to smack him (laughs) um but you know God covers all of that and and he has brought us through things and so I believe beyond a shadow of a doubt that in order to have a long and happy marriage you've you've got to have God in the center of that and Mm -hmm. you've got to really you know when the times get tough and and things come at you you've got to be able to lean on him and and so i do believe that that is is first and foremost with us um i also think like bill said you know it is it's different for everyone but for us it is a lot of stubbornness um we are both incredibly stubborn people and we both love our children with a fierceness that i mean i I think you know everybody loves their children like that but it was just that thing with you know if we split up we have to share our kids Mm -hmm. um and i wasn't about to do christmas without my kids or Mm -hmm. birthdays without my kids and i think you know he felt the same way so it was just that stubbornness like we are not going to give up on this and you know we also come from families that um, you know our parents our grandparents our great-grandparents were all married until one or the other passed Mm -hmm. Um, so you know divorce was just not an option I mean we we knew deep down you know neither one of us wanted to go to our parents and say you know we've we decided to call it quits. We're we're divorcing, mm-hmm. um, so it was just kind of ingrained in us. No matter what happens, you you figure it out. You push through, and so you know, with that stubbornness and and with God, we just determined this this is going to work. We're going to make it work. Um, and then <laughs> I think another thing for us is just the fact that we are polar opposites. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't think you can get two people who are as different as as we are, mm-hmm. and I think that I'm the quiet, shy, reserved one in April's the one that's out talking to everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that. Um, but I I do think we we tame each other's crazy. Um, I'm very type A, um, and. Bill will tell you, he is very outgoing and he's the one who does love to talk to everybody. I am at times kind of like a hurricane. I, 
<laughs> I blow through and um, yeah, Bill Bill kind of calms me down. I was so. thinking more like the Tasmanian devil, but <laughs> that works too. The um, some kind of yeah. cyclone there. <laughs> yes. Um, so I I think he he has that ability to kind of calm me when I get like that because I I think being so type A and so high strung I can get um, kind of out of control at times when things aren't exactly the way I need for them to be um, I mean Bill will tell you our house is you, you open my refrigerator and it's it's labeled and my pantry it's labeled it's I, I'm very if you tell me you're gonna be here at 12 o'clock don't be here at 1201 um, so when things don't go like that, I can get very, um... And then when you tell me 12 o'clock, I think 12 is, so I'm thinking 12, 15, 12, 20 is perfectly acceptable. <laughs> exactly. There's a grace period right there. <laughs> well, yes. uh, to your defense, April, I'm the same exact way. Uh, I'm on a schedule, you know, I'm watching that clock as we speak, you know, so I mean... <laughs> But, um, you know, sort of going back to what you were saying, you know, um, without God, none of this can work. You know, your Sunday right. school answer. So, um, right. and, with, you know, uh, marriage needs God. Mm-hmm. So, um, is he? I think, um, you know, kind of do what Abel was talking about is really, you have to decide that you're not leaving. You know, this is, and I, look, I'm not saying there's, there's definitely situations for safety and health that folks need to leave. I'm not saying that. I'm saying in a, in a situation where none of that's taking place, it's just two couples that are having a disagreement, you have to, you know, you have to realize, okay, we're, we're not giving up on this. We're gonna, we're gonna power through this. We're gonna figure it out. We're gonna work through it. I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's a quote by Tony Evans. You know, I was looking this up doing the research for the for the podcast here. So um, he said recently, not too long ago, he said, "I can be a husband and not go home, but it's going to cause some issues." So you know, <laughs> so uh, you have to, you know, you have to actually, you know, be spiritually malnourished, you know, in order for make to this to make this work, you know, especially with God. So, but. Uh, well, awesome. That's pretty cool. That's, that's pretty awesome. Um, so, um, how do you handle conflict or change in a marriage? Who wants to start with that one? I, I might nominate Bill for this one. <laughs> well, we went to a uh, went to marriage seminar. Jeff retreat. and Debbie. Yeah, a few years ago, Not several years ago now. And... Um, we learned some things about ourselves, and man, they, April is a lion. She, tell them how you handle conflict. Kind of like the Tasmanian devil. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I do not do well with with conflict or with change, um, and I can be kind of like that bull in the china shop, mm-hmm. just wide open. We're going to confront this. It's going to. Um, Bill, on the other hand, is more laid back. He, he's kind of head in the sand, not going to deal with this. If I don't see it, it's not there. Um, you know, kind of like when you play peekaboo with a child and you, mm-hmm. and suddenly you're gone for them. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So we had a problem, or I, I don't guess he had a problem. I had a problem with that for a long time because I didn't understand that when I wanted to confront this and, you know, get mad with me, yell and scream with me, he didn't want to do that. He just kind of wanted to shut down and... Um, I'm a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a great answer, by the way. <laughs> um, but now, he he has always been that kind of calming force for me. So mm-hmm. when I do get out of control and, and I want to hit this head on and everything he is able to kind of pull me back Mm -hmm. and keep me calm and you know let's sit down let's talk about this and and he has told me I will talk to you when you can talk to me rationally Mm -hmm. because there are times when I get out of control and it's you know I, I love him it's nothing against him it's it's all in me I am just I don't know my my personality my temper come out <laughs> well and i think you you have to learn that about each other i mean i i had to learn that that was her personality and i had to learn how to like you know when she's upset i can't just go woman you crazy you need to settle down yeah <laughs> i've got the that don't work it's not a great I'm answer no 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 that no. does not work nope. don't do that i tried that that don't end well <laughs> But, you know, it's terrible. There's, <laughs> there's ways that you have to, you know, you have to approach that. Mm-hmm. And we, we both have to learn each other. And mm-hmm. once we learn each other, then we have to learn how to, how to manage within that in the best ways. But, you know, I, I think the, one of the keys to handling conflict is, is communication. you got to yep. just continue mm-hmm. to talk through that. Absolutely. Without that, it does, it really doesn't work. And, that, and that's hard for me. I have to admit that it's not hard for her because she, she does want to communicate. She doesn't want to talk through it. For me, I don't want to. I, I want to just, like a duck, let it go off <laughs> my back, you know. Yeah. Water off a duck's back, as they say. Yeah. Yep. That's true. <laughs> you must have said something in at least 30 years, right? <laughs> for it to get this far, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. But you know what? As far as handling change, man... That's we have experienced change over the last two years. Oh yes. Well, uh, really, over the last five years. I mean, it, it started. We yeah. we lost Bill's grandfather, who mm-hmm. was very dear to not only the two of us but to our boys. Mm-hmm. Um, just an amazing man. Um, we lost both of Bill's parents. We lost my little sister and my dad. Mm-hmm. And. Um, all three of our boys got married and we love our our daughters-in-law we really do they are wonderful women um but you you still you mourn the loss of your little boy um and then of course bill's illness um that was probably the hardest for me because bill is he's my rock he's he's the one that i always turn to and when he got sick you know, initially, when they put him in the hospital, um, you know, I couldn't go see him because of the whole COVID mess. Um, but we were talking on the phone several times a day. And then when the doctor called me and said, Miss Klein, your husband took a turn for the worse, and we've had to put him on a ventilator. That was, for me, the hardest 
um, you know, it was weeks after that that he was sedated and, and paralyzed and on the ventilator and I couldn't talk to him and not being able to talk to him, not being able to, what do I do? That was almost unbearable for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just, it, it was too much change at, at one time and just not having him, I mean, you know, losing my dad and losing my sister, they were, they were horrible, um, you know, job changes, things like that, but he was always there. He was always the person I could turn to. He was always my, my strength. And so when he was not there anymore, I didn't know how to handle it. And, um, you know, I, I did more praying during that time than, and this sounds horrible, but I truly did more praying during that time than I've ever done in my life. Um, I have never felt more alone than I did at that time. And initially it was, it was so hard. It, It was suffocating. And I think God allowed that to happen to kind of show me that you know maybe I had become too dependent upon Bill and so I had no choice at that point but to put everything on God mm-hmm. and I learned very quickly that as wonderful as my husband is and as strong as he is God is so much more mm-hmm. and I think you know, I, I really needed that, and you know, I, I hate that Bill went through everything that he did, and yeah. you know, I, I would give anything for that to be different. But it really showed me that I needed to get my focus on God and and where it needed to be, and so at that point, you know, I I started turning to God, and I, I can remember. You know, there were times when, you know, I couldn't even pray. I couldn't. I couldn't form words, um, and and I would just scream. And, and and you know, you you read in the Bible of just crying out to God, and and that's what I was doing. It was just those primal, guttural screams. God, why? And um, so God really brought me through that and helped me to see, you know, that with change we have to be able to lean on him and so I I think that if there is a silver lining Mm -hmm. in in all of that that is it Um, I I did come through that with um, with a much stronger faith and just um, that knowledge that I I couldn't always depend on Bill mm-hmm. that you know um, he's not always going to be there and so I, I think that helped me just being able to see that I really needed to get that that focus where it needed to be if that makes sense yes that uh, 
unreal, unbelievable story. Um, you know, uh, when I first started coming here, uh, and then I, I saw you in the hallway in the vestibule area, and uh, you were talking with the the box. Um, I asked Kyle one day, and I was like, what, "What's his story? What's uh, what's going on?" And so he told me, um, and uh, I I was just over. I was just like, "Wow, you overcame that." Both of you went through a lot. And uh, I'm so happy that you guys are sitting right here just talking about this and starting up a marriage ministry. And it's just... Well, we are too. Um, and maybe that might be another podcast for another day yeah, down yeah. the road to kind of tell our story through that and what all happened. But, it, you know, it wasn't just I was sick and then I came home. <laughs> it was and I was sick and then I got better and I came home and then I had to go back. Mm -hmm. Then I came home, and I had to go back again. And then so you came was, home and went back again. Yeah, it was uh, about three or four trips to the hospital that we made during all that time, and we just kept wondering every time we would come home, we were thinking, okay, you know, thank you, God, we're, we're going to move forward now and get through this, and then there would be another setback. That's and right. so, mm -hmm. you know, we've, uh, I personally don't believe that God allows that much pain without a purpose. There was a purpose in all of this, and, and we've seen some of that purpose. Obviously, it's it's changed me. It's, a, it's probably slowed me down some and allowed me to enjoy life more, and a lot of that may be just our age and where we're at now, but um, I definitely, I, I tell people all the time, you know, I, I really love this stage of life we're in. You know, so if you got mm -hmm. kids running around and your your house is chaotic, mm -hmm. man, just look forward to those days when you're yeah. empty nesters. Now I don't know, April enjoyed having the boys there, and I enjoy having the boys when they were little as well. But man, there's something about the peace and quiet on Sunday afternoons yeah. when there's no kids and it's just you and her, and yeah. it's nice. It's nice just to look at each other and be like. Hey, let's just go for a ride. Let's yeah. go up to the mountains today, and to be able to do that, man, it's great. Absolutely. And you know, we have a we have a grandbaby now who is, yeah. man, I'm telling you, that's the way. If I if I'd have known grandchildren with as much fun, I would have gotten one years ago. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, we we have experienced a lot of change in the last five years. But oh yeah, oh, God has been faithful through all of that, and. I just look back and I'm not, for me personally, I'm still working through, you know, what what does God have in store for me? Why exactly did I go through that? Mm -hmm. And I'm seeing some things, but I'm still working through some some others. Don't understand that. Awesome. Well, that is great, guys. All right, guys. Well, uh, moving on uh, to the last question here. Um so when should a christian couple seek marriage counseling when is the appropriate time right amount of time for that would you guys say well is there a time <laughs> first of all i think that and statistics have proven that there is um a greater success in marriage when couples have premarital <laughs> counseling mm -hmm. um so i i believe that you know, a Christian couple should start with some premarital counseling, and there are those questions mm -hmm. that you know they should be asking, and those 
big things that they should be talking about. Um, you know, we, again, we married very young. We didn't do any of that. We just kind of jumped in with both feet, and it was a, a sink or swim kind of thing. Um, but I believe that marriage is one of those things that it needs work. Um, and I, I don't believe you should wait until there's a problem to start doing that work. Exactly. Um, you know, Bill mentioned the um, the marriage conference that we went to. We've been to many, many marriage conferences, and we really enjoy those. Um, I think that is um, it's a chance to kind of recharge and reset. Um, you know, and I don't think that those should be reserved for people who are in trouble. Um, mm -hmm. I think that you should do things like that um, just to kind of keep your marriage mm -hmm. from getting in trouble, you know. Yep. Um, I think a lot of times those will open up the lines of communication. They give you um, a different perspective on things, help you to see things um, maybe in a way that you didn't before so that you can kind of ward off those problems. Um, yeah, like address the issue before it gets worse. Before, you, right. So um, right. Amanda and I went through premarital and uh, first I was kind of dead set against it. I'm like, why don't I waste my time with this? But mm -hmm. I'm so glad that we went, uh, mm -hmm. addressed some issues and got them out of the way before right. it caused an issue later on down the road. Mm -hmm. So yes, I would agree. I'm not, not against it whatsoever. So, mm -hmm. you got anything to add to that? Oh, I. I think, uh, you know, a couple should begin some kind of marriage. I think they begin to look for other couples and mm -hmm. to pour into and have them pour into you immediately. You know, soon as you, I would say as soon as you say, I do, but you got the honeymoon, you need to get that, you need to take care of the honeymoon yep. situation. So yep. after the honeymoon, <laughs> after the honeymoon, then begin to start working on your marriage because exactly. it, it is something, you know, so many couples, we, we, April and I, well, I've done everything in the church from sweep the floors to pastor, and we've seen it countless times when couples, we want to pretend that everything's okay. We, we call it church mask. We put that church mask on, and we want everybody to think our life is perfect, and we've got it all together, and everything's okay, and then all of a sudden, you find out, oh, they've separated bro they're going through a divorce and you're like well where did that come from mm -hmm. it's because we couples have the tendency to wait till the last minute till things blow up and then then try to put all the pieces back together after they've blown up well it's hard to do that so it's something that you've got to constantly be working on and i think really that's our prayer for this marriage ministry as we create an environment here at grace where couples can come together and lean on each other and they're not Absolutely. alone that we all face these same struggles and we want to help you with it Absolutely. and again you know we we put that out there is not we're not the marriage experts we're not the marriage gurus but we we can share with you more about what not to do than what to do but we we can't be ears to listen to what you're going through and, and try to help you with that couples need that yes. so um and that's uh that is so amazing. Uh, can't wait for this to get started. Um, so, uh, 
Speaking of that, I will share the post again, if I haven't already, on Instagram. Um, it's also on our uh, Grace Baptist Facebook page as well, um, the dates. Um, I will share them with you. May 17th, May 31st, June 14th, and June 28th, all at 6.30 p.m. at Grace Baptist Cartersville. So, uh, do you have something? Well, I was just going to say, we've got some amazing couples that are going to be leading a session every night. And our goal is really is just for it to be lighthearted and informative. A different couple each week will just kind of lead a session, share a little bit about their marriage, some of the struggles they've been through, and then we'll just kind of discuss and just uh, use it as a time of fellowship from there. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. That's great. I can't. I can't wait for it. Uh, it's going to be exciting to get started. So, uh, yeah. Uh, once again, uh, thank you guys uh, so much for coming thank you on. For it was it's so great. It's so great to have you guys. Uh, what you're doing. This is going to be so amazing. I can't wait. Like I said, for it to get started, and uh, we're looking very forward to it here. Um, just a reminder that uh, we have an email. If you guys got some questions for us, it's podcast with an S at Grace cartersville.com also i mentioned before the instagram page follow us at gbc underscore young adults we will post some pictures and some updates about some upcoming episodes and about the upcoming series that i have about revival so until next time we will catch you guys later we'll see you